0: across the water called it the new world we called it our world it is a land unspoiled by white man's sickness and by white man's greed welcome to the united tribes you won't be staying long
1: The sleep out of your eyes, and you are laying in your bed, and you are in your uh, very comfortable home in the, the penthouse there at Ironclaw Towers. You know the 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 sunlight is beginning to to crest uh, the the city skyline, and you know it's starting to to wash the room and the the, the bright warm pinks and oranges of, of the the rising sun. It's going to be a big day today.
2: Oh, it is today.
1: Yeah, it is going to be a big day today. You know, you've got uh, you know visiting dignitaries coming to town. Uh, you know, there there is the uh, the uh, formal dinner tonight uh, in preparation for the wedding of your sister to the duke. Um, you know, there's a lot going on. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a big busy day.
2: Well, I, I double check to make sure I don't have any official business today.
1: Well, you've got a couple of appointments uh, later in the day in the office, but other than that. Your morning is free, but as it gets later in the day, you've got more uh, official business that you have to take care of. All right. Uh,
2: I'll go check on JJ, I guess.
1: Okay. You step down the hall. Your son is, uh, is asleep in his crib. Good deal. Good deal.
2: Um, um, I, I leave a note um, that says, uh, went out to clear my head. And I will uh, transform into an eagle or a hawk, I should say, okay. and just head out and start flying around the city for a while.
1: Okay, you step out on onto the balcony and you know make your transformation and fly out over the city. You know, uh, Sipawea is a is a, a marvel of uh, modern cityscapes. You know, you, you don't have the the pollution and you know urban blight that so many of the European cities have I mean the uh, the differences between you know Sipoweea and its European you know brothers and sisters is just night and day and a lot of that's got to do with the fact of how uh, the UT manages its business you know this is the only city on the entire continent that non-citizens are allowed to visit. You know, uh, if if you are a non-citizen, you're not. You, you can come to Sipawea, but you may not exit Sipawea into other parts of the continent. You can come in to Sipawea, and you can leave Sipawea the same way you came in. Um, you know, the nice. the, the uh, only citizens are allowed outside the city, and so that has kept the the you know uh, the continental you know lands just blight free you know uh certainly there you know you you've got you know lower class citizens and those are you know generally immigrants and certainly Sipoeya has its share of of undocumented uh immigrants in the city but not anything like you would see elsewhere uh you know in the years uh following uh world war 2 Sipoeya accepted or the UT accepted many many immigrants and you know there is a naturalization process where, you know, as a first gener- first generation immigrant, you can't be naturalized, you know, but your children can be. And so, you know, many people would come not seeking the better necessarily the better life for themselves, though certainly you know freedom from oppression and, and whatnot in Europe, it, you know, has its benefits. But uh, seeking that better life for their children, so that their children become can become naturalized citizens in the tribe. And so as you're flying around, you know, you're know you just you know, marveling at the grandeur that, that, that is this city that, that you love so much.
2: All right. I assume I don't see any problems or anything like that. So it, it's kind of like going for a morning jog. Exactly. Exactly. So,
1: so uh, you, you continue your fly around. Meanwhile, Duke Arliss. Yes. It is morning, and uh, uh, you are uh, awakened by Cousteau. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Cousteau. It's a big day for you, sir. You have your dinner with the in-laws, or future in-laws, I should say.
3: Yes, yes. Do we uh, do we have the gift ready that I prepared for her?
1: We do, sir.
3: Well, good. It's been in the family uh, for generations, as you know, so let's make sure that it's uh, appropriately guarded.
1: Yes, sir. I've laid out your clothes for you, sir. Mm.
3: Well, I'll, I'll get up and... Uh, stretch a bit and uh say, all right, Cousteau, you may uh you may prepare me for the day. And will you read to me the uh the agenda as you do so?
1: Uh Baron Frenris's airship uh, arrives later this morning and he has asked to speak with you at ten. Very well. Um you, I, we presume that he is uh soliciting again uh an alliance with the Aquian Empire? Hmm.
3: Yes, yes. I, uh I would expect so.
1: The they, <clears throat> sorry. The uh, UT is rumored to be signing that document later today.
3: Hmm. Very well. What can you tell me? Uh, what can you tell me about this Ironclaw Industries? Apparently, I'm marrying into the family. I'm interested to know what you might have find out, found out.
1: It is the uh, the leading business of the UT, led by Patrick Ironclaw, who is also leading the UT for this uh, for this term. So it, many, many holdings, uh, Ironclaw Pharmaceuticals, uh, Ironclaw Technologies. Uh, he seems to be very fond of his own name.
3: And his relationship to the woman?
1: Uh, he is the father, the adopted father, I should say. The, the girl's parents uh, deceased several years ago. He adopted the uh, surviving sibling and the girl. Hmm.
3: So where does uh, Ayana? yes, that's her name. Where does she stand in line of succession?
1: She would stand third. Uh, mm. Mr. Ironclaw has uh, appointed his adopted son, Jeremiah, as the heir apparent, followed by his own birth son, Nestor.
3: I see. Have I met them yet? Um, yes. I don't remember.
1: Yes, sir. You have met uh, them both about two years ago. I see. Was, uh, at an affair uh, in London. Hmm.
3: So this Jeremiah would have the uh, – Would have the most influence with this corporation?
1: Absolutely, sir.
3: Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we might have to – Everything
1: we know about uh, Jeremiah Ironclaw is that he and Patrick Ironclaw are very close. I see.
3: I see. And how about the sister? Do they have a a good relationship?
1: Honestly, sir, all all accounts report that it is a happy, happy family. Hmm.
3: Well, this may be something that we might be able to take
1: advantage of
3: at some point in the future. Certainly, sir.
1: So uh you 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 start to get ready. Betty. Yes. The ship is uh moving into the the harbor and so you know it's it's you know bouncing a little bit in the waves and uh Joseph Rack is, is standing out on on the deck as uh, you guys are approaching, and it's a it's a small freight ship uh, that he owns, uh, and you've got about you know thirty of your of your own men there on the boat. It also has a, a nifty little lab, and you know it's kind of his little mobile uh, laboratory that he takes from place to place. Okay, and you know, you can see the sun coming up across the harbor, uh, you know illuminating the uh, the the cityscape that is Sipawea the the capital city of the ut now it's just
0: me it, I'm, I'm clearly not just me but i'm assuming joseph Reck is not on the boat with me no he is he is standing out on the deck oh okay so um i guess i will hand him a cup of coffee and stand next to him on the deck watch the sunrise it's oh thank you thank you it's gonna be a
1: busy busy day isn't every day yeah uh, this one's i think is going to be busier than most and certainly busy for you what's on my docket today we have some friends for you to meet you know we'll be attending the dinner tonight with with uh the duke and and uh you know where where his new lady is being presented to him the daughter of Patrick Ironclaw and uh before all of that you've got a few uh a few things to take care of such as uh you know take a look at at what's going do- going on down at the uh, a certain warehouse
0: oh yeah not that I'd forgotten. I just, you uh, know, sometimes these jobs just aren't all that fun.
4: <laughs>
1: he smiles. He says, "Well, you know, fun
0: was never part of the game." Good point. So uh, I guess I'm going to go ahead and go get ready.
1: Very good, very good. Um, I'll I'll have your uh, your packet ready for you. He uh, he he gives you a kiss and sends you on. Um, you head back down to your cabin and you know you gear up. Yep, I go and- ahead and get
0: my gear. And I'm assuming this is a job that will require uh, the use of my, my gun and my
1: knife. Well, what job doesn't? That's a good point. That's right. But, you know, as, as you're getting dressed, you can see your formal gown uh, that you'll be wearing later tonight at the dinner. Um, and you can see, you know, Rex Tux, you know, hanging uh, there beside it. And, uh, it's going to be a busy day. A busy, busy day. Yeah. Well, like I said, aren't they all? Yeah. Um, so you're getting ready for that. And.
5: Carl you're at the office already tell me about your office it's a so I've got a uh, a nice office not a corner office but you know I've got a uh, a door which makes me very happy Uh, I've got a desk with very meticulously filed papers on it
4: Uh,
5: I've got uh, a couple filing cabinets there and you know, at this point, I'm probably going through the morning emails and setting my uh, itinerary for the day, seeing what meetings I'm going to attend. You know, oh look, I'm triple booked again at uh, at one, so I have to decide which of those I'm actually going to.
1: Um, now, you said you're an executive
5: with Iron Claw
1: Industries, right? Yes. The parent company of all the Iron Claw business. Um,
5: what's your title? Are you the chief operating officer? Are You the chief technology officer? What's your title? Uh, I don't think I'm chief anything because I'm, uh, you know, I'm not Native American. So I'm probably the, uh, you know, assistant, able will say uh, assistant vice president of technologies. And it's everyone always talks about how uh, how wonderful it is that someone with my lineage has made it so far in the company. <laughs>
2: I want to assure everybody that there is no glass ceiling in the UT, <laughs> but you can
1: see the ceiling.
2: <laughs>
5: uh,
1: that's Carl Riley. a credit to his race. Exactly. <laughs> uh, funny that we're playing this game on Martin Luther King Day. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know, you're sitting in your office, and uh, tell me your administrative assistant's name. Uh, Jennifer Jennifer comes into your office and she looks a little concerned and hands you a file I'll uh I glance over it she's like there's been there's been another attack sir um uh Mr. Ironclaw wants to talk to you this morning about uh, what you're doing. There's been another shadow override attack on uh, on our, our system over at uh, the pharmaceuticals over at uh, Ironclaw ph- Pharmaceuticals. She's very nervous. You can see the file. Um, shadow override is the name is the code name of a hacker who uh, apparently leads a uh, an electronic terrorist group. That has uh, been targeting the Iron Claw businesses for some time. and You guys have had no luck in tracking this guy down.
5: What time is? Uh, what time does he want to see me? She, he'd like to see you at, at nine o'clock, sir. Okay, that uh, that gives me about fifteen minutes to put together a plan. There you go. She said uh, coffee. Uh, yes. She heads out
1: because in this universe administrative assistants bring you coffee mine does not i'd like to
5: point out <laughs> uh i start putting i start making uh quick phone calls to my basically my head technical people okay and it's like i need a plan in 5 minutes or you're going to be fired <laughs> cuz that's the
1: kind of manager carl is <laughs> uh okay so you're you're doing that and then joseph
4: yes yes
1: you're uh you woke up this morning long before before the sun came up. Uh and stop me if I'm saying anything that's not true. You're staying in a flop house uh down towards the water, uh, you know, about six different guys sharing the same room. you know, unfortunately you guys are all on different schedules, so it's not generally too crazy uh uh you know, in the, in the small hours of the night. So
4: yeah, t- times have been good right now. So in, instead of living on the streets, I'm, I'm currently in a flop house. So it's, it's, it's a nice change. It's uh really a step up from, from my usual.
1: So you're out on the street and, uh, you know, heading to work, uh, you're, you're working at the, uh, at the docks where, uh, you're expecting, you know, uh, A number of visiting dignitaries. Uh, You know, there's a big wedding coming up. There is a a, a big political meeting between representatives of uh, the Axis and the UT. All kinds of stuff going on, and you know that's good because that means that there's a lot of work for guys like you who lift and tote. and so you know you're down at the docks, you know, uh, right as the sun starts coming up, and you can see the you know boats out in the water. You can even see you know before too long the giant uh, airship uh, coming in that will be bringing in the uh, the uh, Axis delegation, um, bastards. Yeah, and you know you can even see the the, the name of the ship Garbles, you know, scribed across the side of it as it starts you know uh, motoring in towards the tower. Um, just a lot going on today, um, and you're you're down there at the docks, and you know you're you're helping unload uh, one of the one of the uh, freight boats, and you're driving your your forklift, and uh, this guy you know that you've seen around before comes over and he's like, hey, how you doing? And he's kind of you know shouting over the, the the sound of your of your engine. What language is he speaking? He's speaking English.
4: Uh, I'll reply back in 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 English and say. Oh, okay. Mac he says you're, you're doing a good job there. Thumbs up. I'll, I'll nod humbly and, and thank him.
1: He, uh, steps up onto the side of your, of your forklift. He says, uh, we we've noticed you're a pretty hard worker, pretty, uh, pretty, uh, into your, uh, into your stuff.
4: Is this guy Native American or, or is he white? Oh no, he's a white guy. Uh, okay, I'll be a little more. Okay, sure. Uh, I'll say, uh, well, oh, well, thank you, Th- thank you, boss. I, I, I just try to work hard and, and you know, make an honest dollar.
1: He says, well, we really appreciate the work you're doing here. Now, you're not aware that this is guy is a manager or a supervisor or something. You he's just, just a be- guy
4: I've seen. Right? You have seen him working, as far as you know, he's a peer. Okay, I'm not. I'm not going to make waves. So. I'll just – I'm not going to call him on that. I'm just going to nod and be be deferential to him.
1: He leans in and he says, uh, I particularly appreciate the work you did back home. And he smiles and tucks a slip of paper into your pocket and hops off. See you later, man. He goes back to work.
4: See you, buddy. Uh, I'm going to finish. I'm not going to look at the piece of paper immediately. I'm going to work a little bit and wait until I am uh, uh, somewhat – out of sight to, to glance at it and see what it says.
1: Sure. You know, you do your thing and as you're, as you're, uh, you know, returning for, uh, to, to, pick up another pallet, you unscroll the, the piece of paper and you just see it's a phone number, no name, nothing, just a phone number. Okay.
4: Now what is the state of communications here in the UT? I mean, uh, obviously I don't have a cell phone, but I mean, our payphones a thing here. Yes, absolutely. And, um, from my knowledge in in you know, street wise, <coughs> Are these things, you know, if if I make a call on a public phone, am I pretty sure that's being recorded somewhere? Possibly. I mean,
1: you know, it's certainly there is an aspect of a police state here, but not nearly as oppressive as, say, you know, uh, you know, nineteen eighty four, you know, some kind of George Orwellian thing, right? You know, the there the, certainly the the UT has the capacity to do that, but there there is, you're not so paranoid to think that they're listening to every single payphone.
4: And and also just based on my streetwise and my time I spent here, do, is the dock at the air you know, the air dock where the airship has come in the security there, is that particularly tough or is it yes. something I think I could get into? Oh, you think you could get into
1: it just based on, on your own uh background. But yeah, it's 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 you know, it's uh it's pretty intense. Particularly with dignitaries coming in.
4: Okay. Uh on my lunch break, is it possible for you to find a uh a secluded uh payphone and make a call?
1: Absolutely. We'll come back to you for that. Very good, Jeremiah. You have uh, returned to your home. Uh, you know, Rain is is getting dressed. You know, uh, getting ready for the day. Uh-huh. She says, "I'll be spending the day with your most of the day with your sister. You know, helping coordinate. Uh, you know, everything that's going to happen tonight."
2: Have you got a vibe on how happy she is about this? Well, you know, she's
1: she's only uh, you know read about the guy, and they've they've talked a little bit. Uh, you know. Uh, you know, through correspondence. And, you know, she kind of rolls her eyes at that. And uh, she says, you know, but, you know, I think she's as, as happy as one might be. Huh. And, you know, she says everything we know about this man is that he's a good man. You know, certainly they're, they're, these Aquians are a little different than us, but, you know, he seems to be a good man. There's there's nothing in the record that would suggest that he would be anything other than respectful to your sister. Wow. Huh.
2: I guess I'll have to keep my eyes out at this dinner. I'm a little concerned. I, I, I don't know politics. I say I guess, I guess I'm good at it, but I don't try to be. hmm Whatever. Listen, dear, I gotta I gotta get ready to go to the office myself. I put it off a little bit, so.
1: Okay. Um. She says, you know, shout at me if you need me, and she indicates her uh, her uh, little cell uh, bracelet. 10
2: Or, yes, yeah, yeah I will. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so do we have somebody watching, J.J.?
1: Just yeah. out of character. Okay. Yeah, you have a, you know, whatever a Native American nanny would be. Gotcha. So, uh, so yes, and, you know, you guys are, are ridiculously uh, wealthy. And while Rain prefers to keep uh, uh, the help out of the apartments on days like this, you know, they've got okay. somebody there with the boy. Okay. So, um so you go get ready. Uh you head into the office after that? Yeah. Okay. Um so down in the office, Carl, you're sitting in the uh in the lobby outside of Mr. Ironclaw's office. All right. I've got my uh I've got
5: my proposal ready to go now.
1: Okay? And his assistant is uh is, you know, has been very pleasant and has offered you a hot cup of tea. You know, you're just, you know, this isn't your first time to to get to go in and talk to the CEO and chairman of the board, but uh, he is rather an intense man, likable enough, you know, and for the most part fair, but like most guys in this position, when he wants it, he wants it now. He doesn't want to hear about. You know, implementation plans and, you know, we've we've got to, you know, layer in development and, you know, so
5: maybe uh, third quarter 2015. No, no. He wants to hear about how it's going to get done now. Yeah. And I'm guessing that uh, while I was bluffing about firing my people, he probably doesn't bluff. (laughs) That is correct.
1: So uh, why don't – let's see. I'm going to let you roll for this. Okay. Um, I want you to roll for the quality of uh, the plan that your guys gave you. Okay. So uh, do you have a computer skill? I do not. Okay. Well, I'm going to say that the uh, – that your guys – persuasion at eight though. Okay. So I'm going to let that influence the roll. So okay. roll me your persuasion, and you've got a difficulty of an
5: eight here. Yeah. I'm... I got a five. Okay,
1: so you're not going to get a bonus die to this. So your guys collectively uh, have an 8 for their uh, computer skill. Okay. Right? They have a difficulty because of what they're opposing of a 12. Wow. Okay, so I'm going to have you go ahead and roll the 8-sider plus a 6 wild die. Tell me what you get. All right, wild, six. 11. Okay. So close. <laughs> okay, do you want to spin to Benny? <laughs>
5: What is the chance I can get a 12? (laughs) Probably pretty slim. But you're feeling lucky today. You know, I have three. I'll spend a penny.
1: First one down, guys. Woo!
5: Yeah, 10.
1: Okay. So it's a good plan, okay? Um, It's a strong plan. It will present, you know, as as a very strong plan. But you can tell probably not going to be too effective and the question is whether or not mr ironclaw is going to see through that okay okay so uh as you're sitting there that the, the uh, office door opens and you see uh uh jeremiah ironclaw come walking in jeremiah you also see uh your uh, associate your assistant vice president
5: of technology sitting there uh, mr carl riley i'll, I'll nod my head and uh, basically in uh, deference mr ironclaw
2: hey riley how's it going
5: Oh, it's gonna be a rough morning, sir.
2: Yeah, you kind of the principal's office kind of early.
5: <laughs> <laughs> it's the hacker again.
2: Yeah, you know, I did you see the, did you see my email about that?
5: Uh, I did, okay, sir.
2: Okay, the whole maybe working in some magic with the the computer thing. I, I know I know we had an alpha run on that. I, I think I think if we if we pursue that angle, we'll get a little bit of results because. Uh, you know, no offense, but this guy's making us look like an ass just with the regular way we're doing it.
5: Yeah, and I definitely appreciate your help, sir. Magic is not not our forte down in technology. So any assistance that we can get, we we would yeah. uh, be eternally grateful, sir.
2: Well, don't sell yourself short, Riley. You hooked up my wireless. You're
1: a wizard all on your own. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <God>.
1: <laughs> so uh, the door to uh, Mister Ironclaw's office uh, opens, and he looks out, and his his eyes fall across the uh, the waiting area, and he sees his, his son, and he's like Jeremiah, and he comes out, great big open arms, hugs the boy, big fatherly hug. How you doing this morning, son? Not, not bad, Dad. How's it going? Doing well. How's that beautiful wife and, and grandson of mine? Uh, good, good,
2: good. JJ uh, starting to sleep in a little more. It's pretty good. And uh, Rain
1: is spending the day with your daughter. So, good deal. Very good. It's gonna be a big day. It's gonna be a great day. Lots of things to accomplish today. And first off, and he points at Carl. Let's talk about. Uh, uh, sh- Let's talk about the hacker. Come on in. Yes, sir. Hey, can I sit in on this one? Absolutely,
2: son. I have an idea. I just ran past uh, Carl, so we'll see if it. We'll, we'll see what you think of it. Okay.
1: And you know, you guys come in. The office door closes, and uh, uh, he gestures to a pot of tea over in the corner. Uh, it's a you know, it's a it's a great big gigantic corner office. Uh, beautiful view over the city and out into the harbor across to the island. You know, it's it's one of those uh, conference. It's one of those uh, executive offices that is just ridiculously huge, you know, and uh, you know, very comfortable uh, though ostentatious. You know, it's kind of like the Oval Office. It's designed to impress, you know. And so, uh, you know, Patrick steps over to his desk and you know sips at his cup of tea, and he's like, "So, I'm pretty unhappy about where we are." With this, uh, you know, shadow override
5: character that we've been dealing with. Tell me your plan, Carl. Well, sir, and I go into my uh, presentation, and basically the uh, the plan is it, is, is it a PowerPoint? <laughs> I, I do have a PowerPoint. <laughs> the uh, the plan though is basically to beef up security in one section of the uh, the network, knowing that the shadow will get into it. So basically, we we are presenting a. A honeypot for him. It's we're building up this uh, area of the network. Like there's really something we're trying to protect. Like we're beefing up security, knowing that he's going to get into it. So once he's in there, that's where we catch him. And at that point, when I get to when I get there, I deviate from the presentation, and I uh, and I kind of look over to uh, Jeremiah. It's like, and this is the point that uh, that your son has offered us some assistance on. He he's suggested it's a brilliant suggestion that we start <laughs> that we include magic. Roll well, your persuade. Roll well, your persuade for me. You Should get
1: a plus two because this guy wants to move this seven. Uh, 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 Ironclaw, who seems dubious <laughs> uh, as as you're presenting when you when you you know tag in Jeremiah and you start ladling on the gravy, you can see a smile tickling at the corner of his mouth. He's like, yes, I think
5: this idea has merit, and it will catch this hacker completely off guard. He'll be seeing everything he expects from us, and he won't even won't even consider the new approach. How quickly can you implement this? My men are working on it right now. We'll have the uh, the the new site, the new security, all up and running by this afternoon.
2: Our our uh, our alphas on on something like this, Dad, have not been. We haven't had the fruit that we thought we'd get, but I still go back to my, my main belief about this, that um, the this, this internet is just a way of telling stories, and our spirits have been known to listen to stories for years, for for hundreds of years. There should be a connection. I just, we're working on, you know, in my spare time, working on how to make that
1: connection and make this work. You know, I think, I think that this idea has merit. I want implement it implemented just as soon as possible. All right. Well, I'm pretty free this morning. I will,
2: uh, Mr. Riley, you let me know when you when you need me, and I will uh see what I can do.
1: Now, uh, Carl, you're you know kind of backing into how long it's going to take you to get this set up and, and ready to implement. It'll be sometime this evening before you're ready for uh, uh, uh Jeremiah to lay in his uh, his magics, as it were.
5: Okay. It's like uh, I'm gonna. Try, I will. Uh, I'll get all the information over to you, you know, very shortly, sir. Sounds
1: good. Iron Claw kind of gives you a nod, Carl. And you know what that nod means? It means get the hell out.
5: Oh, yeah, and I, I'm happy to see it. I'm <laughs> I as happy to see it as I, as I was to see Jeremiah walk in because I know that that means he's you – know, his level of anger drops anytime he sees his son. So Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and, you know, you got to
1: tag off his good name. You yep. feel confident that this meeting would not have gone well had Jeremiah not been there. Oh, yeah. So you head out, and, uh, you know, now you have a plan. It's very exciting. Okay. So, Betty.
0: Yes, I was muted. I'm sorry.
1: I forgot as <coughs> much. So uh, you have already teleported your way off the uh, boat, and uh, you're down at the docks, and you're you're – you know, dressed in local attire, uh, you know, certainly you can't pass yourself off as a a UT citizen, but you can pass yourself off as perhaps a documented immigrant who's been there a while. And, uh, you know, tell me what your garb might look like. Well, I'm
0: guessing if I'm, if I'm looking like a regular citizen instead of, you know, the, uh, the awesome person that I am. Correct. Um, well, uh, you know, and you're saying an immigrant, so I'd imagine I'm in some type of, uh, Long brown coat, perhaps uh, something that's going to conceal my weapons. Mm-hmm. Perhaps just a uh, some type of plain Jane dress under it. Okay, um, comfortable
1: shoes. Gotcha. So uh, you're moving through the warehouse district, and you know, passing you know the docks and all of that, and you can see the uh, the uh, airship coming in and moving to the airship uh, uh, docks. Um, but you know your your goal is to find a certain warehouse, and uh, um, you're you know referencing the, the, the little card that you've been given, and uh, uh, you know checking building numbers as you're moving through, and you know in a similar city in in Europe, particularly your your native Holland, you know it's a, a you know to, to, to be frank, it would be a lot dirtier you know over in europe you know but uh, the ut makes a a big point of keeping their streets clean even streets like here in the warehouse district where you know you know the business is not quite so tidy you know what i'm saying and it 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 attracts a uh, certain caliber of character yeah well i mean and <clears throat>
0: well it is certainly pretty it does make me a little uncomfortable that everything is so damn clean right. over here in the ut
1: it's unsettling you know it's it's certainly uh uh not to it doesn't play to your strengths you know you're very used to working in the shadows and things just seem brighter here mm-hmm. you know uh but you know you 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 note despite the the gleaming aspect that the city has even this part of the city you notice that uh, you know s- some things are just constant wherever you go. That uh, folks don't make direct eye contact. You know that that uh, people are focused on their own business and don't want any part of someone else's business. Uh, and you see by and large that 's the case you 've got you see people who are just on their way to work, people who are leaving work uh, you know people who are who are you know running an errand, and they you know are minding their own business because to make direct eye contact with somebody else could be borrowing trouble you know and this puts you a counting at
0: ease. on that a little bit
1: exactly this puts you a little at ease, so you know you come around the corner and you see the uh, the warehouse building and it 's you know several stories tall um that that you are uh, uh that you have been looking for and you're here for a meeting
0: well Aaron, can i clarify something real quick yep um you know one of the reasons i'm wearing the, the bulky ugly clothing right um is i do have my uh my teleportation suit under my jar my dress okay just wanted to clarify
1: okay um yeah, I figured you're all geared up. You've got your weapons, you've got your your, your teleportation suit, all that kind of fun stuff. You know that, that you're ready to do business because you know business is what you do. <laughs> um, so you you arrive at the warehouse and uh, you see it's it's pretty quiet. It doesn't look like there's there's anybody here. Uh, it looks perhaps strangely enough that it's vacant.
0: Hmm. Um. Now, I mean, when you say vacant, do you mean empty or, I mean, the warehouse is entirely? It looks like the, the warehouse is probably empty. It doesn't look like it's currently being used. No, and I'm looking in from the outside. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to look for a way in rather than teleport in. Okay. Um, maybe a cracked window or even just the front damn door. So, Since I mean, it, it is a meeting of, of which I am expected,
1: I'm assuming. Sure sure so you uh, tell me you're gonna open the front door yeah okay so you, the door is unlocked and you open it and uh, you close it behind you yes I do close it behind me okay so you close the door behind you you hear it click and the, the, the place is just silent and as you kind of gather yourself for a moment uh, you can you can smell something you smell you smell burning tobacco hmm um, can I tell where the smell is coming from Uh, yeah, it's, there is a hallway and you, the the scent is coming stronger from down that hallway. I'm going to, um, you know what? I,
0: I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna unholster my weapon, but I will keep my hand close to it as I make my way down the hallway.
1: Okay. Um, you come down the hall and there is a flight of stairs and the, the scent is much stronger from the flight of stairs. Can I see down the flight of stairs?
0: I mean, can oh, I see it, what's at the it, bottom of it? It's going up. Oh, can I see? up – I mean, can I see what's at the top? Or uh,
1: you see, you know, it, it rises up and then you know goes into another hallway, similar to what uh, you're in now. All right. Well, I'll go up the stairs. Okay. You go up the stairs and uh, you wind up going all the way up to the third, uh, the uh, third flight of stairs. Yeah, you know, up to the third floor. I mean, and once you get up there, you see. What was probably a break room at some point, but you know this place hasn't been used for a while. Uh, but there is a fella sitting at a table enjoying a cigar, and uh, he is a a uh, dark skinned fellow, you know, probably from the continent of Africa, and uh, you know he is he is dressed nicely. Though not uh, ostentatiously, but, you know, he's wearing a a pair of of khaki trousers and a collared shirt uh, with a vest. And uh, he seems rather comfortable, uh, and he he smiles. Hello. Hello. Are you who I'm here to see? I am. You can call me Jake. Hello, Jake. You can
0: call me The Courier. Hello, The Courier. Nice to meet you. He offers a seat. And, um... Now, I'm. Do I know what I'm
1: here for, Aaron? Yes. Um. The probably probably be good to tell you about that. So (laughs) you know what Rec does is he sells his own technology and he also brokers technology. So when he finds something that he feels like you know would would be a good. sale item. He purchases it and repackages it, sells it, you know, incorporates it into his own research, that kind of thing. So, you know, he has the reputation of an importer-exporter, but what he is importing and exporting is technology. Um, And he has made a very successful run out of of it. He is based out of neutral Holland in Europe. And, uh, you know, very few people know this, but REC works actively – in the shadows against the Axis powers. Um, he uh, uh, has a, a, a. While formally, you know, he is, you know, shaking hands and smiling with the Nazis, uh, behind the scenes, he is working actively against them and he has made it his personal mission to bring them down. Um, you know, there, and there is. Clearly, you know, there's been this cold war existing between the Soviets and the Nazis since the end of world war two. And there is some deep concern that that cold war might be heating up. Um, and you know, those who are, you know, currently enjoy a neutral state will find themselves overrun by the, by whatever, you know, war occurs between these, uh, two, you know, superpowers. Um, that's why, uh, Baron Finris is here from, uh, from Nazi Germany, uh, he is here to uh, sign to finalize the negotiations and sign an alliance with the UT. The UT, which has been uh, outside and remained neutral of this conflict, you know, since its beginning. You know, they did not participate in World War II. There, you know, were rumors that they supported Britain for a time, uh, but uh, that's unconfirmed. Um, and you know they have not actively supported anybody, you know, since the start of, of this uh, this uneasy truce between the two superpowers. So, what you're here to do today is talk to uh, this fellow about ways that they can gum up the works uh, in the alliance.
0: Okay. Well, uh, I'm not going to shake his hand. Okay. Yeah. He, he's got the uh, cigar smell on him, and. Sure. And he's not extended his hand, he's just gestured for you to sit down. Oh, I will have a seat, and I will uh, you know, adjust my seat so that it's not in direct, uh, the direct smoke line.
1: <laughs> you don't want to get all smoked up, huh? Well, you know, that's not her thing. We understand that you have access to the dinner party this evening. That is correct. He, uh, he says, well, what would it take for you to place a, uh explosive device there? That's
0: quite a lofty request.
1: I'm not looking to kill anyone. I'm looking to cause a diversion. I'm looking to draw some attention away from perhaps another site. May I ask the
0: uh, the other site?
1: We have some uh, designs on uh, Baron Fenris and his entourage. And hmm. we'd like to... Uh, to have an opportunity to examine some of the items uh, the Baron has brought brought along with him, and this explosive device um,
0: would be of a, uh,
1: of a you know of a magnitude to has not hurt any innocent people. It would certainly be of a magnitude to cause the distraction, but no, it uh, is not such to uh, if placed correctly should cause harm to no one. And he well, uh, he slides a small parcel across the uh, desk to it's in a box well I'd uh, I'd not worry about
0: the, the, the quality of the placement I'm sure we can figure something out And I just kind of scooted closer to
1: me with my leg he says I, I, I would hope that uh, this would be something that you could accomplish perhaps by 8pm I think that's reasonable he smiled in return what would the lady like
0: what is the gentleman offering <laughs> I could offer you a cigar, he he chuckles. <laughs> um, I think perhaps access to your the information gathered this evening would be an acceptable exchange. I agree. He uh, slides a a card over to you.
1: And I can reach you at this number. What you see on the card is is uh, uh it's it's a blank card with the exception of an IP address. Uh, okay. He says, this evening for five minutes, the files will be available. At? That IP address.
0: At the time.
1: Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, at uh, midnight.
0: All right. We will uh, – I, I think we have uh, an acceptable exchange
1: here. Very good. He says, okay. I'll uh, I'll continue to enjoy my cigar, and uh, you can take your leave. I think I will, and I take the – the, uh, the package. briefcase, the package. It's package. It's like you know, it's like you know, uh, in a plain brown wrapper. Okay, I will take it with me. I'll I'll tuck it under my uh, trench. Okay, so uh, you head on out. Um, Joseph. Yes. It is coming up on uh, your lunch break. Not officially noon, but coming up on your lunch break.
4: Very good. You had
1: uh, we're wanting to find a discreet uh, phone phone booth.
4: Yeah, you know, not not anything out on the main thoroughfare where lots of people are walking by, maybe somewhere tucked away a little bit out of out of sight. Okay, so
1: uh, you you get over to your uh, over to the phone booth, and it's you know again very discreetly placed. Okay. You dial, dialing the number. Yes. Okay, so you dial the number, and you can hear you are very familiar with the sounds you're hearing. You're hearing switching. Yeah. You, you can you can hear the uh, the uh, uh, perhaps the the. You know, scrambling or whatever that, that, that's going on behind it, and it, a voice comes on, and it's distorted electronically. Okay. And I'll, it,
4: say, I'll say hello. Hello, Joseph.
1: Yes. Are, thank you for making the call. No, yeah, I live to serve. I am sure you are curious as to how we know about you. I'm always curious. I would be happy to share this information with you. Would like the opportunity to meet you. Uh, I, think, I think we share a common goal, and your resume speaks for itself.
4: And where do you want to meet?
1: Perhaps we could meet this evening. I have secured a job for you. Where? At uh, the Iron Claw Towers. There's a certain event occurring this evening, and I think that uh, your services would be well-suited there. Okay, I'm in. He uh, gives you all the details that you need to know. Yes, and uh, the line terminates. Okay.
4: Now does the, the details he gives me do I feel this is within my my abilities? Well you know he hasn't told you what he wants you to do <clears throat> Right but I mean I mean just showing up at ironclad tower dressed like I am looking like I well, am. Well
1: part of the details is that he has, uh, he has secured a uniform for you. okay And so you know you'll be properly attired by the time you get there.
4: So, so from what I know, it, I, I don't see anything that say, screams you know suicide at this point. Okay,
1: and you know it, it's not too dissimilar from you know accepting this this job this way is not too dissimilar from what you had done uh, previously back in the homeland. So you know it's it's not it's not too too outside the realm. Duke Eris. yes, you have uh, made the trip with your entourage. Tell me what your entourage might include.
3: Well, uh, of course, Cousteau will be right with me as always. It's gonna uh It'll include a security detail, of course.
1: how many security men um
3: probably half a dozen um and then whatever whatever staff Cousteau thinks he needs to to uh deal with whatever he has to deal with, sure, so probably a couple of cars, I guess
5: okay.
1: So um, you guys arrive at uh, you know the Ironclaw Towers, and uh, uh, you're welcomed into Ironclaw's office, and he you know big smile welcoming you, Duke, welcome, Mister Ironclaw. It is good to see you here, and he extends his hand. Thank you, sir. Shakes your hand uh, vigorously and uh, welcomes all of your men in. Uh, Jeremiah, you're there as well. Okay, I'll stand up. He said, uh, we, are, we are excited to, uh, to uh, welcome you to, to our home and are, are pleased for the union that, it, that will take place uh, soon between uh, my daughter and, and yourself.
3: Well, you do, you do me and my nation great honor, sir.
1: Uh, likewise. Likewise. I, I, I find that the, the alliance, the friendship, the kinship… Between the UT and the Aquian Empire is uh, is, is a, a hallmark of the unity that the, that the entire world can ascribe to.
3: Agreed, and uh, I hope it will be nothing but strengthened by uh, our upcoming union. How could it not be? Of course. And who better to set the tone for the rest of the world than the UT and the Aquian Empire?
1: Absolutely, he smiles. He says, now, you know, there's another bit of business soon. Uh, would you care to join us to uh, meet Baron Fenris? Uh,
3: when he says that, um, the Duke gets a uh, quick look of disdain on his face, but rapidly covers it up and says, uh, of course, of course I shall.
1: He, you know, Ironclaw kind of smiles to himself and he says, You're, uh, you're disquiet. At uh, the presence of Baron Finris is not lost on me, sir: Oh
3: please I meant I meant no offense please certain- uh, excuse please excuse my display of uh,
1: emotion. and certainly none was taken. and you know to, to, to be you know candid, I share your distaste, but there are certain political realities that uh, we must face
3: always, always.
1: So uh, he says, "Well, you know, the uh, the uh, the Baron should be arriving shortly, uh, and we will meet him uh, upstairs when they arrive." Very well.
2: Uh, when 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 uh, when Patrick's busy, I lean over to the Baron. I say, "There's a there's a, a disgust jar that you have to throw a dollar in when you when you leave the office." <laughs> Justina, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll smile. Sh- sh-
3: yeah, I'll smile a bit and say, I, "I believe I understand that reference." Very amusing.
1: You guys venture upstairs, uh, where uh, the airship has made, you know, has dropped off uh, certain functionaries at the uh, docks. That is actually, you know, there is an airship uh, docking station there at the top of the uh, of the tower as well. And the, you know, Garbles the airship is, uh, you know, lowering into the uh, into the uh, dock. And you know, the door opens, and out comes Baron Fenris, who is a gigantic man. Uh, you know, looks hale and hearty. You know, a very vital forty-year-old uh, appearance. Uh, giant barrel-chested man. Uh, you know, probably six four. Um, comes comes striding down the uh, the stairs, and he's followed by his three sons. Now, uh, Baron Fenris. You know, while appears forty, uh, documents demonstrate that he is well over a hundred years old. Um, he is a scientist that discovered a formula for eternal youth, and uh, you know he is he you know certainly seems to have stopped aging at, at age forty. And uh, he com- he comes down the stairs and a you know, big beaming smile and you know, of course he's wearing his uh, his SS uniform. And uh, right behind him again are his three sons, his three identical sons. Um, and uh, one of the curious things about it is, you know, uh, typically you don't have identical triplets, uh, but but he he has got three identical sons. And uh, uh, they they come down the, the stairs, and he he immediately comes down and, and uh, regards Patrick Ironclaw, shakes his hand, says. Ah, uh, good morning, Herr Ironclaw. And Ironclaw says, uh, Baron, it's good to see you. We we welcome you to our to to our land to to So uh, oh, It's a beautiful city you have here. And so there's a, you know some small talk going on between them, and uh, you know Fenris re- regards Jeremiah. Jeremiah, good to see you. Uh, very very nice to see you. Glad you could join us for the family occasion. I have, I appreciate that you have welcomed me to this uh, auspicious occasion. And uh, he, he says, let me take a moment to introduce you to my sons. And he uh, gestures over to, to his three boys. And uh, he says, this is Wolfgang. And Wolfgang nods his head. And uh, he says, and, and this is uh, uh, Wolfram and Leopold. And Wolfram and Leopold. Uh, I'm sorry, not Wolfgang. It's Wolfram, Leopold, and Otto. Uh, Leopold, Otto, and Wolfram, and all three of them, uh, you know, nod and you know, greetings and pleasantries and whatnot. So, welcome to Sibylia. Thank you, thank you. You know, you're all kind of uh, uh, you know echoing each other, and uh, the Baron approaches uh, Duke Aris and and smiles uh, broadly, and he's Ah, Duke, how are you today?
3: I'm well, Baron, and yourself.
1: I am well. Congratulations on on the uh, on your upcoming nuptials. Thank you. I I have to say I envy you there. I I would be remiss if I hadn't uh, you know attempted such a union myself. And he you know smiles over at Ironclaw, and Ironclaw says, "Well, you know, we make the arrangements we make." And you know, Jeremiah remembers those conversations about you know what would be the better match would it be the duke or would it be the baron
3: i'll uh, i'll say to the baron well in any contest there is always the victor and the vanquished
1: <laughs> he laughs out loud i mean just a big belly laugh to this round it goes to the duke
3: <laughs> i'll i'll incline my head slightly when he says that
1: very good very good well you know the the the, the airship starts to motor away now that it's delivered its its uh, package and uh, uh, Ironclaw says, "Well, perhaps we should adjourn to the conference room so that we can, you know, discuss the arrangement."
3: So everyone, hey Aaron, starts. yes, sir. As we're walking out, I'll kind of lean over to Cousteau as we're walking. So hopefully, no one else can hear, and I'll say, "Cousteau, I'm I'm containing an emotion. These these UT people, I like them. I know we are here for our purposes." Uh, and, of course, the Aquian Empire comes first. These people seem seem noble and, and spiritual, and I, and I like that. But this this Baron, he has the stink of the oppressor on him, and I do not like it.
1: Cousteau nods agreement. I, I, I understand, sir, and I share your feeling. Be that as but it may. Just the one feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just that one. Just that one. Just that, yeah. yeah. So you guys head back down. Uh, Carl.
5: Okay. I have, uh, I've asked the people as they're gathering the, uh, the plan. I want to, one of the goals for me is I want to know when we get hacked, where it's coming from. I know that the person may be moving around, but I want to know, basically I want a alert sent to me right then and there with the address. Okay. So you want where the hack is coming from at that exact moment. Exactly.
1: So, you, you know, uh, the afternoon has progressed along, and you are know, looking up at the clock, and you can see you know it's about you know 5 p.m., and you know you just you have been focused on nothing but this, and you know you'll be ready to deploy it and uh, ready for spell at probably around 8 p.m you know which you know you, you know based on on everything that's going on all the 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 press and media around it is the big dinner uh with uh, the duke and you know the iron claws and you know all the visiting dignitaries so you're going to have to be there at the event and probably like step away into a private room or something to to you know initialize it
5: okay um
1: so I am invited to the event. Well, you hadn't been, but I'm sure you can you can, get in it, you can wrangle an invitation based on what you need to do.
5: Okay, so I'll go ahead and make the preparations for that. I uh, I so I get everything as ready as possible, mm-hmm. and uh, I will probably already in like a suit and tie, but whatever the proper attire is for the for the event, and uh, I put on my. I basically I start thinking about now how am I how in the world am I going to get him off into a private room to. To let him know we're ready, and I'll, I'll shoot him an email, even though I know he won't be able to to check it at the at the dinner. Okay, so the email is just, "Hey, this is what we're going to need to do." Yep. Okay. And this is about what time it'll be uh, ready to go, and I'll see you tonight.
1: Okay. So Betty, back at the boat, mm-hmm. you've got your
0: package. Now I'm assuming I have to open this package in order to place yeah. it.
5: Yeah, you'll have to open
1: it, and you probably you probably want to evaluate what it is.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I think I'll do that. Okay.
1: So uh, you open it up, and it is you know a pretty uh, plain Jane, you know, explosive device. Uh, you can tell that it is of a decided German manufacture. Hmm. You know, it, it's got you know it, its timer set. You notice that it, it is while it's a pretty basic device, it is designed to subvert and you know uh, get past any number of uh, uh, sensor devices. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it is nicely contained, you know, it's, it's got that, the, 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 uh, containment shell, you know, would, would prevent any successful bomb sniffing, um, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's well-designed, but it's also nicely simple so that, uh, you know, there's less to go wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Understood. Um, and it's small, you know, you, you, you it, it is, uh, just a, a little bit larger than a pack of cards. So it'll actually fit into your pocket. Ah. Fantastic. All it right. A, it was in a larger parcel with all the uh, the, the uh, peanut uh, stuffing, you know, <laughs> which of course the UT wouldn't appreciate because they're earth friendly. So uh, indeed. You know the little peanut packing material. Um, so you know Joseph, you know steps in and you're you know you're, there you are in your gown, and uh, you know looking over the work table and just kind of you know checking that out and, and he says, "Well, what do you think?" Um, well, I I
0: I, uh, I don't trust him yet. Where did you hear about this? Through our channels. Through our channels. I, I, be- I believe this to be a valid uh, partnership. If He he seems to think that he has some valuable information that he'll be able to share with us this evening. Um, and uh, I, 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 I know I can do this. I mean, this is easy. Between the, uh, the way this gadget has been presented and my teleportation suit, I should be able to place this without being seen. Easy cheesy. So have you decided where you're going to place it? I'm thinking – now, am I familiar – I'm assuming we're going to be in some type of ballroom or something? Correct. I'm sure there's some type of balcony outside that I can place it above. That way it's on the outside of the building, not necessarily you know, where people are trapped and you know, won't, the, the explosion won't be contained indoors. It is a bomb of German design. Mm-hmm. The forensics on it will play that out, Correct. Correct.
1: So it will point back to the Baron. Correct. So why not place it in a place, certainly where we don't harm anyone, but will aggravate the Ironclaw
0: family a bit more? Perhaps some type of statue or family heirloom? Their apartments are located there at the tower. And they won't be in them. Correct. I think I can do that. He smiles. I think. I think this will be an interesting evening. I agree. And so, but um, like you said I'm already in
1: my gown. Yes. So I can and probably it just, look amazing. I could probably just tuck this into the garter or something. Yes. Yeah, it would fit. You know, uh, well on the inside of your thigh. Okay. <laughs> it's a little creepy just saying that about your thigh, Paul. <laughs> the two of you, you know, are, are standing in front of the uh the full length mirror, and uh uh you know, you're, you you place it, you know, uh, under the garter of your thigh, and uh he says, Well, dressed to kill. As always. Metaphorically, of course. No one gets harmed
0: tonight. We'll see. It's early.
1: He smiles and, you know, draws you in for an embrace and a kiss. And that's where we'll end this session. The United Tribes and Knights of Rainsboro are productions of IdeologyOfMadness.com. Nazis, many Nazis, were in fact harmed in the production of this podcast. Really, so many Nazis.